and welcome to the Driver Hire podcast. My name's Tony from Driver Hire Croydon and Sutton. And I'm Phil from Driver Hire Guildford. Hi, Phil. How are you doing? Doing really well, Tony. How are you? I'm uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, enjoying the heat. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I feel like um, these last few days, we've been doing a little bit of research for this, this episode. And, mm-hmm. and we've been asking drivers about the stuff that the stuff that gets their goat out on the road um and i feel like i've been a bit of a counselor this week talking to drivers <laughs> why is that what 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 have you picked up on have you been uh, hugging people uh, what no it's not been a physical thing phil no it's, um, <laughs> but um, try it <laughs> yeah, maybe. so so we've been um yeah, well, as you well know, Phil, we've been talking to drivers about about the the stuff that stuff that grinds their gears out on the road, the stuff that winds them up, the stuff that that they they get to that next tea break and the first person that will listen, they kind of offload on. Uh, and I feel like I, I, I've I've absorbed a lot of their stress over the last few days by by allowing them to offload some of their problems. Well, a driver's life is a very isolated one, isn't it? Um, he'll sit in his cab for or her cab for eight, nine, ten hours a day, listening to their own arguments in their own head with no one to bounce it off. Then the first person they see gets it all. They get the <laughs> full they get the full nine yards, don't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Normally a transport manager, sadly. Sorry for all you guys out there. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Indeed. Okay. So um should we um should we crack into it then and uh, and and learn what it was that the uh, that the drivers didn't like? I think we should. Goodness me, this is going to be a good one. So, Phil, we've um, we've collated a top ten. Um, uh, by my estimation, we've spoken between um, several offices and a couple of transport firms to about two hundred and fifty drivers. And we've asked them all the question, same question. What, what, what is it that winds you up on the road? And we've um, we've just kind of tally marked that, and we've come up with a with a top ten. I'm not saying this is the most scientific survey that anybody's ever done, um, but nevertheless, it's a it's a representative sample. Tony, I've got the wrong end of the stick. I thought our top ten was going to be the best courses, best golf courses in the UK and Ireland. Am I on the wrong podcast? Uh, that's next week, Phil. Ah, uh, cool, cool. Okay, well, I'll put that list away, and I'll go to this original one. Yeah, so we 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 um we collated a top ten, and um we, we're going to run through those in reverse order for for the uh I don't know, I, I don't know if it's a top ten or a bottom ten really, is it Phil? So it's the 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 tenth most frustrating through to the most frustrating is our is our order working our way through. But interestingly. There was a few things that I really, really expected to be completely in the top two, three that didn't even make it into the top 10. Well, I suppose because we got so much feedback from so many drivers and customers and, and anybody else who would uh, care to give us any feedback, the uh, it's almost like a top 30 from the amount of uh, people that have offered suggestions, isn't it? So mm-hmm. um, there's, there's a lot that didn't qualify and, and quite frankly really should have because this is all about opinions, isn't it? Well, it is, yeah. I mean, the the, um, the first two that astonished me that weren't in there was PCNs and speed cameras. I thought people would have a lot to say about those. Penalty oh, charge notices for those of you guys that don't know. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> penalty charge notices. Yeah, and um, 
but I, but I suppose if, if you know to, to think about it in a bit more detail, well, well, actually, for a professional driver and the people we've talked to are professional drivers, really, PCNs or penalty charge notices and speed cameras really shouldn't be a feature of their day because a speed camera is not going to trouble you unless you're speeding. I think an awful lot of drivers that we see and we register to uh, to work with us come with come with three points these days inevitably and and it's known as an occupational hazard because no matter what you do and no matter how hard you try you're going to pick these things up and there's there's one of the points from the top 10 that we will come on to that actually create these uh, these PCNs and, and particularly speeding fines because uh, you're trying to absorb so much information out on the road mm. yeah yeah you are teasing Phil yes you're giving away <laughs> I'm um, flirting with you guys. <laughs> so I, I know which one I was most surprised to not have in the top 10. Well, which one Which one are you most surprised not to see in the top 10? Okay, I'm going to go early here. I'm going to go early. Um, we've got a top 10, and, and this is um, it's not our opinions. This is the opinions of the feedback that we got. But can you believe cyclists did not get into the top 10? I was staggered. Absolutely yeah. staggered. Same, same here, same here. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, that's an indication of the, the the fact that drivers are thinking about so much, so many more things. Um, maybe it's an indication of the the people that we asked as well. Maybe the HGV drivers that have got even more important things than than the cyclist thing. I think I think if you read the media and Twitter and everything else, and cyclists are going to be up there. Of course, they are because it's a it's a it's it's an easy one, isn't it? Mm. No, I think from my point of view, I, I've heard so many drivers complain about cyclists. But to be honest with you, I've heard so many cyclists complain about drivers. So mm. it's, you know, it is it is one of those things. And it's an age old question. And I dare say, if you bring up the subject of cyclists with a truck driver, um, then you're 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 going to get a cyclist story. I think there's got to be a mutual respect out there, hasn't there? You know, there's so many blind spots. A cyclist is is smaller than a large HGV vehicle. So you've got to be talking about blind spots. You've got to be talking about respect for each other. We're all going to be looking out for each other. Um, a driver told me during the week that um, if he's not paying road tax, then he hasn't got any rights on the road. It's a bit more sophisticated than that, isn't it? You know, um, And with cycle lanes, why don't they use cycle lanes, even though the cycle lanes, and I'm walking my children home from school, why are you on the pavement and not on the cycle path? It's, you know, oh, We could go on for hours, couldn't we? Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. But you know, um, but surprise to me, obviously a surprise to you as well, Phil, that the that cyclists weren't in there. So yeah, what about you, Tony? Um of all the you know, we've got a top ten, but what's the one that surprised you that didn't make it, didn't make it into the charts? I've got two pet hates. Um, one of my pet hates is in the top ten, and one of my pet hates isn't. And actually only one person said it, which was people throwing litter out of their cars. I cannot oh. tell you how much that annoys me. I think a lot of what we're going to find today is respect for others, isn't it? You know, mm. that, that there's somebody got to go out and pick that up rather than you. Mm. So why should why should you make that someone else's responsibility? That yeah, that's that's a big one. So Phil, should we have a look at the top ten? Let's do it, Tony. Hmm. So do 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 do. Some... Freeman would be embarrassed with you for that. Yeah, but it's deliberately out of ching, so there's no copyright on it. Oh, I like your thinking. We're saving money. <laughs> saving money already. I like it. So so number 10, uh, we've had to amalgamate a few things, um, you know, a few similar things. And you, you'll see that as a theme as we go through the top 10. But 
But number 10 is people on phones and pedestrians on headphones. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, this is going to keep them talking. Come on. Well, I mean, quite honestly, um, you know, being on the phone while you're driving is dangerous. Now, obviously, um, we know that it's illegal to hold the phone. Um, it's not illegal to be hands-free. But there's plenty of studies that say that even if the phone's in a cradle, even if it's completely hands-free, your reaction time is impinged by the fact that you're concentrating on something other than what you're doing. Quite right. Quite right. I mean, it's, it's been illegal for a while now, and, and there's a reason why you get six points. It's not just a three-pointer, it's six points, which means it's very serious. Mm, absolutely. And and as for pedestrians on headphones, it, it's it's alarming how many times you'll see a pedestrian just walk across the junction without looking and obviously not being able to hear either. Definitely in the top 10. Well deserved. <laughs> I'm going to go with number nine now. Um, number nine uh, was over signage and poor signage mm. now being as close to london as we are without being london centric of course we're not excluding the rest of the uk but i'm sure it's relevant everywhere else there are so many signs going up road signs going up at the moment but not many are coming down they're not replacing them they're actually adding them now i've had drivers recently that have that have been down a road and they've been trying to absorb all of these road signs but by the time they've read them all and then been able to act on them they've actually gone too far so they're mm. down a, a pedestrian access only or uh certain time restrictions 10 till 6 and then they're at 10 to 10 and you can't take it all in and act at the same time it's it's really frustrating for a professional driver yeah you're right there's plenty of junctions in london where you know it's a weight limit one way it's a it's a width restriction another it's a time restriction in a different direction and it's very easy to see the one you can't go down and think you must have to go the other way but it might be that you can't do that one either. So, um, yeah, there's a, a huge amount of information to absorb. Um, but on the point of poor signage, I remember shooting a video and we were talking about roundabouts. We, we were literally driving up to a junction of the M25 and we couldn't, I mean, the, the, the sign um, for the yeah, directions for which was where on the motorway, absolutely huge, you know, bigger than the side of a house. But we couldn't read it because it was completely overgrown with um with the hedge. <laughs> so, I was just about to say that. Yeah, yeah. give us a chance, guys. Give us a yeah, chance. Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So number nine, over signage and poor signage. Okay. What about number eight, Tony? Number eight's an interesting one. It's people driving too slowly. Don't get behind my mother on the A1 on a Friday afternoon then, because she's doing 35 in a, in a 50 because she's unsure about all these big HGVs that go past. Yeah, yeah, that's a difficult one. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one because it's 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 a limit, not a target. Um, but what driving examiners call it is making progress. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't mm -hmm. be making progress. Um, and of course, the risk of not making progress if you if you're driving ridiculously slowly for that speed limit, then it's encouraging the people to behind you to overtake um, in, in, in perhaps in a way that they shouldn't. So, um, so yes, that's why driving too slowly is frustrating. And I'm not talking somebody driving 45 and a 50. Um, the kind of things people are saying to me is I'm, I'm on a country lane. It's clear. Uh, and somebody in front's doing 30 or something, you know, that, that's, um, that was the source of frustration. Okay. Phil, number seven. Number seven. Oh, I'm going to take this. I'm taking this, Tony, because this is mine. This is my my number one blood boiler. Okay. Um, and I'm quite surprised it's it's so high in the charts. Actually, I might have a chat with Gallup about this. Um, 
not indicating. It's my number one. I don't know whether it's just Farnborough. I don't know. <laughs> um, but not not indicating is 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 one of the the most selfish things you can do on the road, and it, it really is. An indicator is there to tell other road users what you're just about to do. Mm-hmm. It's not there for you. It's not mm-hmm. there for your benefit. Mirror signal maneuver, as we were told, I'm sure it's changed now in the driving <laughs> test, but. You've got to tell me. You've got to tell me. I I can't read your mind. Just tell me what you're about to do. But more importantly, what about other road users? What about pedestrians? What about uh, people on mobility scooters? What about all these people? How on earth do they know what you're just about to do? Now, we can accept that as a a driver because we're in a similar-sized vehicle. And, oh, yeah, I'm assuming you're going left there. But what about (laughs) everyone else? What about the pedestrian that's just about to cross that road that's left of that junction that you're not indicating for, and then suddenly you're turning left. Now we've got a big problem. Mm-hmm. And it, it, honestly, it, I, how long yeah. is this podcast? Because I could go on, <laughs> honestly. Well, it's, it's really simple. The highway code says uh, you indicate um, to help or inform other road users of your intentions. Um, and and quite a few of the respondents to this survey um, said things like, indicators, I'm not a bleep mind reader <laughs> uh, if i if i had that bet once i had it you know half a dozen times almost verbatim yeah yeah and just a, a tiny little 10 second one on that if you if you indicate or your indicator flashes less than three times it's not acknowledged as a as an actual indication it needs to flash three times to give people the time and the chance to actually see that indication so if you just flick it on once Oh, that's great. Yeah, you, you, your conscience is clear. No, you've got to give me a chance. I might have been checking my, my mirror on the other side. Make, make it blink three times. Okay, can I go and have a lie down now, Tony? <laughs> okay, so that is number seven. What about six, Tony? That's it. Six is a great one. Um, and, well, and we're talking about professional drivers, aren't we? So go for it. Yeah, so so n- number six, I think, is really, really important. Um Number six is lack of good facilities. Um, so this is about facilities. It's about prices. And it's also, especially in London. So kind of two things from me on this. The the first is that on two podcasts ago when we interviewed Trucksters, <clears throat> excuse me, which is the Spanish haulier, uh, their absolute number one priority for their drivers was how can they make sure they've got somewhere safe and secure uh, with good quality food to park. Um, and when you say facilities, Tony, you were talking toilets, somewhere safe to sleep, hmm. somewhere to eat. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, yeah, all, all of those things. And, um, and you know, a, a good quality truck stop is, is, is not on every motorway junction. You've got to really work hard to find them. Um, hmm. There was a, a lot of talk um, in the um, in the research, talking to the drivers uh, about London in particular, and one of the um, one of the real problems. So, if you're driving a tachograph vehicle, anything over three and a half tons, you're bound by drivers' hours rules. That means you are legally required to take a break, and sometimes you just physically can't find somewhere to stop. So, I can see why that was a frustration and how that made it uh, into the top ten. Yeah, there's so many restrictions not just in London, but in, in, in all the major cities. And, and we're a small island. You know, we're running out of room. It was Mark Twain that said, inventing, uh, sorry, invest in land that have stopped making it. 
um you know and as as this as this country becomes more and more densely populated and the roads are more congested yeah there's nowhere to stop I don't, you know as a, as a frustrated XHGV driver myself you've got that ticking clock haven't you 34 minutes to go okay i've got to start planning my stop and if there aren't that many stops because not everyone's on a motorway or an a road mm. i need to work out where i'm going to be and then i've got to work out well do i need to be on an overnighter where am i going to eat yeah. are there any toilet facilities Oh, for sure. I mean, I think if, you, if you're on regular routes and you know customers' premises, that there'll be plenty of places where you could you know, take a 15 or a 30-minute break or indeed a 4.45. But if you're delivering into London and you're not familiar with the delivery areas... Good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lottery and it's frustrating and it's very worrying because, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not cheap to get caught breaking the driver's hours rules, is it? But no, absolutely not. No, no, no. And there's no forgiveness for that as far as the DVSA are concerned. Yeah. You know, if you, if, if, if you were to say, I had nowhere to stop, they're going to say, well, you should have planned your route better. Mm. Yep. Okay. Number five, Phil. Number five. Okay. Um, probably well positioned in the top 10. Um, and it's something that's getting worse and worse, isn't it? Potholes. Potholes, <laughs> Tony. So Goodness I'm, I'm... me. On on the last episode, um, you, you made a, um, a a sort of a, a joking sideways comment about potholes, and I and I kind of thought about it after we left we left it in the edit actually, um, because actually I think there is an episode in potholes themselves. I think I think there's enough to talk about about potholes. To all all of this top ten, all of this top, we should just do the next ten podcasts on the top <laughs> ten, shouldn't we? We've got so much to talk about. Potholes. Um, I, I think I, I I saw something uh, quite recently that the, the the funding is actually being cut from an awful lot of local authorities, um, because the money needs to be spent elsewhere, and that's why we've seen an increase in potholes and also the um, the, the, the lack of uh, repair of the potholes as well. Now, the thing that concerns me, one of the things, and I, I, I personally have had to claim from the uh, from the local authorities for a puncture for a pothole, um, is that people are making some really irrational moves. You know, they'll see a pothole last minute and they'll try and swerve around this pothole. Mm. If you're then going to divert yourself into another lane, other people are then going to have to react. And now we've got a problem because we've got cars just irrationally moving around all over the place. We're damaging cars here. Oh, one of the funniest comments I had, Phil, from um, from one of the drivers, another thing that didn't make the top 10, actually, was speed humps or a sleeping policeman, as this particular driver referred to them. Uh, and he said, why don't they just scrape off those sleeping policemen and stick them in the potholes? And we solve two problems with one lump of dirt. Well, that, yes, that's 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 <laughs> it's a decent one. I've got no problem. I've got no problem with speed humps outside the schools. By the way, let's no. let, let's be clear there. I, you know, no, I, my... I I think he was playing with me. I don't think he was serious. <laughs> it's an easy solution, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So uh, that was part Tony, number five. Tony, you've got number four. I like number four. I like number four a lot. I think you do. Oh no, no. I say like it. You hate it. <laughs> yes so so yeah this is um if, if if the survey had just been somebody asking me this would have been number one and and number one uh sorry number four should i say um is number one for tony number one for tony number four in the <laughs> survey is where somebody overtakes you and then slows down in front of you 
it's what it's is in, that all about phil it's, it's in mine as well tony oh, hey it's, it's yours you take the floor go on oh well as, as you may know phil I, I i used to i used to teach people to drive lorries years ago and there was there's a very simple mantra when you're teaching people to overtake or how to overtake or how to think about should they overtake and and, it, and there's a, a very simple test um is it is it safe is it legal is it necessary and it needs to pass all those three tests um, and if if you don't pass all those three tests, then don't overtake. Um, and if it is the case that you're going to overtake and then slow down, then it clearly wasn't necessary. So don't do it, people, please. And if you are going to do it, don't do it in front of me. Can can Mrs. Gocha please get Tony a large drink? <laughs> I think he's on one. Now, Tony, I'm with you. I'm with you. It, it comes back to what we were saying before. Who the bleep are you to determine what speed I go? You've overtaken me. You've overtaken me for a reason. You deem that I'm going slower than you. So why then overtake me, pull in front of me, and then slow down? <laughs> okay, Phil. So what's um what's number three? Number three is lane management and middle lane hogs. I can Ooh. hear it. I can hear everyone out there. Oh. I can, why is that only number three? Well, <laughs> oh, I don't. I mean, yeah, the the um. Uh, I can't remember the date, but a few years ago, the um, the concept of driving in the middle lane or the outside lane on a motorway and not not returning to the left uh, became an offence, along with tailgating, which didn't make the top ten. Incidentally, I remember um, that. Yeah, and um, and it's just so blooming dangerous. It just yeah, it, it's almost like the person sitting in that middle lane on the motorway is oblivious to the world around them. And and there's there's two ways that other motorists deal with that. Um, so if you're in a lorry, you've not got much choice. You're kind of st- stuck in lane one or maybe lane two behind. Uh, if you're in a car, you can obviously move out to lane three. And you, you do see some weird and wonderful manoeuvres where, where somebody will be in lane one. They're coming up to a car that's in lane two and they move to lane two and to lane three and then back to two and back to one to almost give that middle lane hogger driving lesson. And they still seem oblivious to it, so I, I, think, I don't I think we've all done that, Tony. I think we've all done that. I've I've done that when I've gone from one, two, three, back to two. That I don't know how you can indicate aggressively, but I have done <laughs> as, as if as, as if to say I'm moving into lane one. I'm moving into lane one, which is where you should be. <laughs> oh, it's, um, it's I, you know, I I I suppose you know when you when you look at. Um, AMPR enforcement, it's really easy for the police to um to 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 through a speed camera spot somebody doing 75, 80 on a motorway and and um you know and obviously penalize them for it. But I guess it's it's really hard to see how that kind of easy punishment could could be used in the kind of middle lane hog situation. So it just feels to me that that you know it needs it needs a traffic officer to to bring that person over to the hard shoulder and just explain to them why it's so blooming dangerous what they're what they're doing. This um, is probably the third reference of the podcast. Who the bleep <laughs> do you think you are <laughs> to tell me where I should drive? Because if you're in that middle line, you said oblivious. I don't think they care. Mm-hmm. I don't think they care whether there's a, and uh, uh, are you ready for the quote of the podcast? Have I got to get ready? the dump button here, Phil? Um, no, no, I think you're pretty safe. Okay. Um, undertakers, I'll see you at the Undertakers. <laughs> yes. So if someone is in lane two, there are people, I've seen it, 
that go in lane one and undertake mm. them. Now that's one that's real one really dangerous maneuver, isn't it? But people are so frustrated; they feel as though they have to do it or they want to do it. Whatever the reasoning behind it, people are undertaking people from lane two in lane one. Mm. That's a, that's a blind spot yeah, hazard, yeah. isn't it? It really is. Very dangerous. I mean, the, the highway code does say you can pass on the left in in limited number of circumstances, but on a motorway, the only time is when it's slow moving traffic in lanes, and um, slow moving isn't defined, but it's it's not sixty seventy miles an hour. Definitely. The only the only thing more frustrating than that is 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 the middle lane hogger on their phone not indicating going <laughs> over a pothole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Right. Okay. So that's number three. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop you into number two now. What about number two, Tony? This is very British, Phil. Very British. <laughs> so, so this was funny enough. This was number one right up until uh, late last week when it it got trumped by one vote into second place, and and this is the very British. Queue jumping or cutting in? Here we go. <laughs> Tony, you're, you're like a you're like a car. When I was a child, I'm going to pull you back and then let you go. Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one. Here you go. Well, I think I think the reason why it was so frustrating, or this is so frustrating for so many of our drivers, is I think perhaps when when you're a driver of a car um, and you're not familiar with driving a large vehicle. And a large a driver of a large vehicle, our drivers leave a real good gap in front of them, so they've got braking space, they've mm-hmm. got reaction time. To, to to some some car drivers who are not necessarily professional drivers who don't really understand what it's all about, um, will just jump in that gap thinking it's a it's a fair game gap, and of course that that braking distance that the truck drivers built up uh, is now gone. So it's difficult really- to stop forty four tons. Especially mm. when you've left yourself an extra ten meters, it's difficult. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I can I can fully understand that. But we've we've put along with cutting in, we've put queue jumping in there as well because there's a there's a similarity to it. But that's why I say it's very British because of the queuing thing. It is absolutely yeah. There's a, there's an etiquette thing which you know which we'll come on to. But it it's so difficult. You know who has the right, and and if you don't have the right, then don't do it. And, and what advantage is it going to give you? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yes, queue jumping in, in every walk of British life is a no-no, and it <laughs> appears to be the case on our podcast research as well. And the right, the irony is is that the, the British love queuing. <laughs> yes. So why, is it, why does it change when we're driving? Uh, yeah, you, wouldn't, exactly. you wouldn't go to Costa. You wouldn't go to Costa and just say, actually, I, I feel like jumping in three, three, three in front of you. But yeah, because yeah. you're in a car, because you're contained in this metal box, you feel as though it's your right to jump in. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Faux bravery, isn't it? Okay, Phil, so just before we get to the big one, um, should we have a little recap of the top ten? Tony, I'm worn out. Uh, <laughs> but just as a reminder for everyone, as a reminder for everyone uh, about our ten, um, here we go, Tony. In at ten. People on phones. And number nine. Over signage and poor signage. Number eight. Folks driving too slowly. High entry, number seven. <laughs> Not indicating. <laughs> what about number six? Lack of good facilities. Number five. 
it's Potholes. <laughs> Number four. Overtaking, then slowing down. <laughs> Number three. Is the middle lane hog. And number two... Cue jumping and cutting in. Oh, number one, I can't wait. So this is even more British than cue jumping or not cue jumping. So this is about consideration, courtesy, respect and saying thank you. Um, can't believe how many people led the conversation with this. It's It's about courtesy on the road it's about consideration it's about looking after each other and it's about saying thank you just to, uh if, if i had one person that got irked if they just got a one finger thank you they wanted a i don't mean a i don't mean a a, a reverse one thing finger thank you uh they wanted a a, a full a full wave a full thank you very <laughs> much wave. depends full, how many fingers you're talking about doesn't it a full british wave so i think actually what that demonstrates to me is what the what the British driver wants is just people to be pleasant out there. Absolutely, yeah. We're we're all on the same roads. We've all got the same rights. So let's just be nice to each other, shall we? Do you know an awful lot of people like put the put the full hand up as it? Say, for example, I'm I'm giving way to someone. There's parked cars on my side of the road, so therefore the oncoming track of uh, traffic have got their right. That's their right of way. Um, they will they will put a, a hand up. I I I go over I go overboard. I put the full thumbs up. If <laughs> if somebody's letting me through, I go a full thumbs up and I hold it up there so that they can see it. And I'll keep holding it up there until I see a head nod to know <laughs> that they've seen it. Because it's a bit like the indicator thing with the three blinks. You know, don't put the thumb up and then straight down again. Don't put the hand up or the straight down again. No, I want I want you to see that I I thank you. <laughs> Oh, but I, I, I love it. I'm, I'm really, really not surprised, actually, in, in, with hindsight, that, that, um, that just that simple, be nice to each other, um, has, uh, has made it to number one. So, uh, so was the top ten kind of as you expected, Phil? Totally, I, f- I feel quite cleansed, to be honest. I've, I've got, it, I've got it off my chest, as I'm sure you have as well, and. There'll be lots of people shouting at their phones at the moment and uh, and laptops, thinking that should have been higher than that. Um, do you know what? The, some of the some of the the top uh, thirty that we got, I, I I don't know where people are coming from. I really don't. Uh, what, what, who who's got anything against Prius drivers? Toyota Prius drivers, poor sods. What a strange <laughs> one that was. Yes. <laughs> and another one, another one, Undertakers. I mean. Who's got anything against Undertakers? Well, I, I don't think they meant the people driving the black hearses. Oh, that's me, isn't it? That's <laughs> that's me and my northernness coming out again. No, that that's been that's been really good fun, Phil. I've re- really enjoyed the research, and um, as you say, I think people listening to this will will have their own view. And uh, please, um, on 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 Facebook, um, on LinkedIn, wherever you, wherever you are. Uh, do do tell us what you think, um, and uh, we'd we'd love to hear your comments. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. Please do. So, Phil, how was your how was your second outing? Well, it was a lot easier than the first. <laughs> <laughs> do you know some of the feedback that I got from the first podcast from 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 my dear mother, bless her, and she said, "Where's your accent gone?" 
I don't know whether this is my hospital radio voice. I'm not too sure, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm certainly not southernising myself. If there if there is such a word, mother, I'll I'll be more northern in future. All right, love. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you have enjoyed it, please do rate, review and subscribe. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us at thedriverhirepodcast.co.uk. So thank you. Cheers, Tony. I really enjoyed that. Until next time, Phil. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>